you have. The last thing you lost is the last thing you will ever lose in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. He brought out all our relatives. Let us say, all our relatives. That cycle of death in your family is coming to an end today in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So you have to believe it. See, I believe it. Because many people are looking. Eh? Is this thing possible? If you doubt it, it's up to you. All things are possible to who? To him that believes. Look at Hebrews 11, verse 31. By faith, the harlot Rahab did not perish with those who did not believe when she received the spies with peace. Why? By faith. So, if you are rescued from death, it's by faith. If you're not rescued, you did not believe. Say, I shall not die. Say that I can mean it. Say, I shall not die. I shall see my children's children. Go back to John 8, 51 again. It says, Most assuredly I said to you, if anyone kiss my word, it shall never see death. Look at verse 52. Then the Jews said to him, Now we know that you have a demon. Abraham is dead. The prophets and the prophets, and you say, if anyone keeps your word, it shall never taste death. You know why? Because it tasted death for me. That's why we Christians, we sleep. We don't die. See the way everywhere was quiet? Because your philosophy of life is you grow old and die. No. Death reigned from Adam to who? To Moses. Moses went to sleep. Because Moses was a man of the word. God told Moses, go up and die. It's natural for Solomon to admit it. He was not sick. He went up, laid down, and died. You can die by faith. Let me show you. Because you say, what does he say? Die by faith again. The process is confusing me more. Look at verse 13. Hebrews eleven thirteen. These all died in faith. You can die by faith. That's you sleep. You go, you say, so you see all your children. You say, children, I'm, I'm going home. Um, I'm going home. Um, I've told the Lord. Um, 115 now. I've told the Lord that uh, it's time to go. And I want to go on um, February, whatever. So I'll be going home. So you see your children call everybody and say, I'm going on February. Say, Mama the Christ. No, you've talked. You die by faith. You are looking at me. You die by faith. You set the date. You call your children. And uh, you worship the Lord. Like one of my sons that died, he had sickle cell. And um, the day he died, he was ready to go. He just lifted his hand and began to worship. He was worshiping, worshiping and fell under the power. And he was dead. He died by faith. See, I'm teaching you mature things, mature things. You would die by faith. Now, that's the way, hear me. God said, you should not die a violent death. It's a curse. Plain. No, no, no. 
It saves you from violence. You don't die violent death. Look at all the heroes of faith. They will call their children, bless them, and say, goodbye, I'm going. That's the Bible way. Know what happened? My mother died. Just like that. So you die. I die. So I don't know if you die. See, there are books you read about these people. They tell them, I'm going home 10 a.m. this morning. 10 a.m. Said he's senile. 10 a.m., they go and check the person dead. Then he goes, ah. So that means they knew they were going because they understood this thing. Nobody go no they go die. Person go no go those they go make go as I feel die. Person go there whatever die. Go drink poison die. You know you don't know you're not sick now. Go keep it safe. You don't know God die. What's wrong with you? Can't you listen to the message? You're talking like that. I believe me. Believe me. Somebody go say oh you go die. July waiting go go my God my God reach that you can't die. You know some some people I cast out spirit of confusion. You can die in faith. Okay. Look at the way Paul died. In 2 Timothy 4 verse 7. Look at this man. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Next. For there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness. Which the Lord the righteous judge will give on that day. And not to me only but to also to all who have loved appearing. Next. Beginning to come to me quickly. He said, I am now ready to be offered. Come quickly. I'll, I'll soon go. Come. I said, You know, no. No, no, no. Morning, what an afternoon, what am I mind? No, go, no. When you have a walk with God, that's why I tell you, have a walk with God. He said, The time of my departure is at hand. They wanted to kill him since they couldn't kill him. Look at Philippians 1. Let's read from verse 19. Look at, look at this man, the mastery over death. It says, for, for I know that this shall, give it to me in the New King James, because there's some witty language they would not understand. I know that this shall turn out for my deliverance through your prayer and the supply of Jesus Christ. Next. It says, according to my vision and hope, that in nothing I shall be ashamed, but with all boldness as always, so now also Christ will be magnified in my body, whether by life or by death. Next. For me to live is Christ, but to die is gain. He wasn't scared. He wasn't scared. Look at the next verse. But if I live on in the flesh, this will mean fruit for my labor. Yet, what I shall choose, I cannot tell. Can you imagine? You can choose, I want to die now, and I will not die now. So I can't tell. Should I stay? Should I go? Next. For my heart pressed within the two, having a desire to depart and be with Christ, which is far better. Next. Nevertheless, to remain in first bondage for you, so he did not die once he was ready to go. So you need a new understanding. Kill, kill. That's why I want to die. Stop that nonsense. You shout the blood of Jesus or the name of Jesus. You will find yourself somewhere else. Say, really? Of course, yes. If the devil can do that, Jesus can do much more. You say, in the name of Jesus, the blood of Jesus. You see you outside your car, your bag by your side. Say, what happened? Were you in that vehicle? How are you rich? I don't know. And African people, they are bad sense. Oh boy, you've been windshield. 
You know, because they, they, they can't think of God. But it's a bigger one. Which is the bigger one? When you are in a vehicle, it is safe because you are there. Are you following me? No life is lost where you are. What a life. Are you following me? Paul would have died in a, in a crash, a shipwreck. He didn't die. If the angel said, God has given you all the life of those who stay with you. In other words, anybody traveling with you is not allowed to die on that trip. Thought I'd get it better right, man. See, so you need a new understanding. Colossians 3, 1 to 4. And I'll take one more. And um, is this helping anybody? Look at this. It says, if then, if then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ is sitting at the right hand of God. Next. Set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. So stop thinking like natural people. Think like it. If an angel is here now, and he ta 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 with the angel we on himself, he knows you can't kill him. Set your mind on things above. Remember the story of our sister that had a boat mishap. And she was floating on top of the water. She didn't know how to swim. With her jaw cloth, a jaw blouse, a jaw gilly, swimming on top of the water. Floating. God suspended law of gravity. You can't die violent deaths. Say, now, nah, they inside the water. They come bring out the bellest well up and don't drink plenty of water. That will never be your portion. When you travel, you will come back safely. When you travel, they won't bring your body back home. You will come home healthy and better than the way you went out. Shout a believing amen. amen. Celebrate Jesus, please. See, God is changing our mentality. This me person they work well. No, this is the last days. If you go suit gun, go go Congo, touch person body. No, not you. It, hear me. It says the arrow shall not smite you by day. There are bullets in that day was arrow. So God has guaranteed you that see, as a child of God in Christ, the arrows, stray bullets don't come to you. Look at verse 3. It says, for you died. See, I died. Some are afraid to say, see, I died. If you died before, you won't die again. See, I died. Say like you say, I died. Then I said, I look at the brother's face here. We say, I died. I died. I died. You see, I'm sure he's fighting with the mouth to say, I don't die. Paul says, I am crucified with Christ. 
Nevertheless, I live yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of someone who loved me and gave himself for me. So when he died, that was my death. So there's no death with my name on it. There's no sickness with my name on it. You see that? When they were sharing this disease in the realm of the evil spirits, they didn't put my name for any of it. I shall see my children's children. It says, for you died and your life is hidden with Christ where your life is hidden so nobody can take your life. It is hidden with Christ where? In God. Verse 4. Say, but when Christ, who is our life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Who is your life? Christ. So when you are faced with a challenge that should kill you, you will escape alive. Yeah. I say you will escape alive. Yeah. Let me read you something in first, Second Corinthians 4, verse 10. Always carrying about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life of Jesus also may be manifested in our body. Listen to this. For we who live are always delivered to death for Jesus' sake. That the life of Jesus also may be manifested where? In our mortal flesh. That means if it comes as though to kill somebody, it says we will not die. That challenge came to let humanity and devils know that the life of Jesus is in our body. So basically you are sick of something like, oh God, this thing is as though I would die. You will not die. The life of Jesus may manifest in your body. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. This sickness won't kill you. I said this sickness won't kill you. Say, Apostle, I have whatever. I have scalifistaphacophilisporos. See, no matter what they call it, all those tongues they are speaking, you will not die of it in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. They say we should not speak in tongues. Doctors speak in tongues too. What What does he have? He has emphysema. What is that one again? They will explain it. What is that? What does he have? He has fibromyalgia. They will explain it. It's talking about interpretation. So if doctors can speak in tongues, can speak in tongues. Celebrate Jesus, please. <laughs> Quickly, number five. How do we overcome the fear of death? By water baptism. Water baptism is a symbolic expression of the death burial and resurrection of Christ and the believer. There are many people who have been baptized in water who didn't know what happened to them. Let's examine it in the Bible. Romans 6 reading from verse 1. Listen to this. What shall we say then? Shall we continue seeing that grace may abound? God forbid. Certainly not. Shall we shall, how shall we who die to sin live any longer in it? Next. Or do you not know that as many of us listen to this. As many of us as we're baptized into Christ Jesus, we're baptized how? Into his death. So the day you were baptized was the day you died. So as they lowered you into the water, that was death. They put you inside, burial, brought you out, resurrection. From that day, death lost power over you. Look at it. Verse 4. Therefore we were buried with him through baptism into death. 
Now, just as Jesus as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so, even so, we also should walk in the newness of life. Now, some of you who have been baptized before, I think if, if you're not baptized in CRS, you should be baptized again. Because certain things that are troubling you will end. I'm telling you. If I was my notice, it will end. See, it says that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we should walk in the newness of Zoe, newness, freshness of life. Freshness of life. See, you are like a newborn baby with freshness of life. But when you don't know, you just, I, I, I don't baptize. You don't, you baptize, yeah, I baptize. When I small, I baptize. It's true, you baptize. It's time to be baptized. That's what I say, I don't baptize. It's not baptized. You need to be baptized. If you know you have all those wrong ones, come and be baptized. So if you are like that, you've not been baptized, or you're baptized before, and your life is crazy, come and be baptized after this message. Say, Apostle, I want to, I'm coming out for something. I want to be baptized. I want to be baptized. Can you suffer unnecessarily the causes of your father's house? Because you didn't understand baptism when you were baptized. Look at the next verse. If we have been united together in the likeness of his death, certainly we also shall be in the likeness of resurrection. Did you see that? So, you are carrying resurrection life inside of you. Oh. It's like this thing is too high for many of us today. Look at verse 6. Knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him. Who's your old man? The old you that loved pornography. The old you that loved smoking. The old you that loved marijuana. The old you that loved drinking. But when you don't know it, you continue living your sin. A man went for baptism. He used to smoke pipe. He was addicted to pipe smoking. Tobacco, he put in the pipe, light it up. So when he put it in his pocket when he was going for baptism, so when he baptized them, he came out, it fell out. And the pastor says, Sir, your pipe. Said, No, no, no. That belonged to the old man. He's dead there. That's why you see people like us, we never masturbated after we were saved. We never went back to our to, we never went back to old music. Nothing. Because we understood baptism. That day I was to be baptized. I stood there. I stood. Reverend was in the water. And I knew it. I said, as I get there and come out, the old one so dies inside that pool. That was the end. That was the end. I have never watched pornography as a Christian. That was the end. Some Christians are still struggling. Oh, Father, help me. Oh, God. They are still masturbating. They are still till today. They didn't understand what our baptism. Since knowing this that our own must revive with him, that the body of sin may be done away with, the old king just said that the body of sin may be destroyed. It breaks the power of sin. Some of you after this service, we just understand him. 
is to line up for baptism. And before you get into the water, you stay there and say, say, enter that water. The old Walifeso dies there. When I come out, it's a new Walifeso. As I could make my parents know, the child that gave birth to us died. I should be using glasses by now. But the boy that inherited their problems has died. I should be diabetic by now. But the boy that inherited diabetes has died. So after this service, wake up. Go to that place. I've been born again. I've been struggling. And I made the altar call. You come out here. I must be baptized. I understand now. That guy has to be buried under the water. Are you following me? That we should be no longer slaves of sin. Next. For he who has died has been freed from sin. You've been crucified with Christ. How come? You should go to this website and still look at these things. Then you put your head down and say, God, how long? You never understood baptism. You never understood baptism. You see, go have your old girlfriend. You see, going back to your old girlfriend, you never understood baptism. Going back to your old admin, you never understood baptism. If you did, you should be a new person. Verse 8. Now, if we died with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. Next. Listen to this. Knowing that, having been freed, being raised from the dead, knowing that Christ, knowing that Christ, having been raised from the dead, dies no more. Hear what he says. Death no longer has dominion over him. You too have been raised with him. Death no longer has dominion over you. Death is no longer reigning. We reign through Christ. I said the issue is that we never heard the gospel. If we heard the gospel, many of us will not be living the way we are living. You are a child of God. Lie, lie, you are lying. Say, so you know what I mean? I get one gift. I feel like, I feel, ah, oh boy, they didn't need my blood. You're a child of God. Is your blood. You need to be born again. Look at verse 10. Stop playing on the keyboard, please. Does this help anybody today? For he that for the for the death that he died, he died to sin once for all. And the life that he lives, he lives to God. Next. Likewise, you also reckon yourselves to be dead indeed to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus our Lord. A mentality. A mentality. Look at Colossians 2.11. It says, In him you were also circumcised with circumcision made without hands by the putting off of the body of the sins of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ. Next. Buried with him in baptism. See how we, something happened in baptism. People don't know. They just go to enter water, just a bath.
That's why Jesus said, He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He knew what he was talking about. He that believed and is baptized. There are no useless words in the Bible. That's why whenever they got people saved, they baptized them. When they, they baptized them, they understood. See, when the children of Israel got to the Red Sea, give me 1 Corinthians 10 and um, let's read from verse, let's read from verse 1 for clarity. Verse 1, we'll come back here. More of our brethren, I do not want you to be unaware that all our fathers were under the cloud all passed through the sea. Next, they called them our fathers. It was like the continuing church. So those people in the Old Testament, they are also our fathers because we've been grafted in. All were baptized into Moses in the cloud and the sea. They were baptized into Moses. Now we are baptized into Christ. Notice, into Moses in the cloud and in the sea. Cloud speaks of the spirit. The sea speaks of water baptism. Are you seeing this? Now, what happened at the Red Sea? The Egyptians, they have been delivered by the Passover. The Egyptians were still chasing them. The Passover has broken away their slavery. The Egyptians were still chasing them. The things that suffered punished their fathers. Those who suffered their fathers and their mothers were still chasing them. Yet, the Passover has been offered. Well, guess what? When they passed through the sea, that was the end. So the Egyptians, which you see today, you shall see them no more. If you understood, if you understood baptism, the Passover was offered. They were still chasing them. They had collected the wealth. They were still chasing them. They were in the hills. They were still chasing them. Until they went to the water. And the Egyptians were buried in the sea. Said my pool, we just fixed the pool, and I'm sure when I get home or so, we have to go and baptize you guys. Could have been born again, they've not been baptized, and they are good children. I wonder what will happen after they're baptized. He closes the door to every generational curse. The Egyptians were following them. You're born again. What killed your father is still following you. You're born again. Your father's issues, you still have it. You have a child out of wedlock like a father. Don't you see there's a problem here? You're married. Your husband has a sickness your father had. Can you see the problem? Your family, nobody's married. You two, you're not married. The Egyptians are chasing you. You have money, but you have no husband. You're healthy, but you have no husband. You've collected the wealth. You've collected the health. You've left Egypt, but Egyptians are following you. Tell them to get into that water with faith. You say, today as I enter that water, whatever haunted my father's house, and I get in there, it is buried under the water. Go to Colossians 2.12 and I read Hebrews 10.19 and I'll be out of here. Are you learning something today? Buried him in baptism, in, in which you were also raised with him, raised with him how from the dead through faith in the working of God who raised him from the dead. Notice you were raised from the dead. Look at verse 13. And you being dead in your trespassing and circumcision of your flesh, he has made our life together, having forgiven all your trespasses. Hebrews 10:19, please look at this. 
Therefore, brethren, having boldness to enter the holiest by the blood of Jesus. Next. By a new and living way which he consecrated for us. Through the veil that is his flesh. And having a high priest over the house of God. Let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith. Having our hearts spring of our evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. That's baptism. Bow your heads, please. Talk to the Lord. Thank you for delivering you from death. Thank you. Thank you for delivering you from death.